Hey there, I'm Matt Tommy, and over the last 10 years, I've helped thousands of Christian artists all over the world start thriving spiritually, artistically, and in the marketplace, while at the same time building my own super successful art business. If you're ready to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live in His kingdom, then you're in the right place, my friend. Now with over a million downloads, you're listening to the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Well, hey, my friend, so glad you're with me on another edition of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. Really excited to have uh, just an incredible artist in person with me today, Jessa Brantley. Jessa, thanks for being on the podcast with me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. I We first met when I, I was living in Asheville, North Carolina. And for those that don't know, I, we just moved to, to Texas this summer. But um, went to church together for a while, got to see your incredible work, hear a little bit of your story. And you've been in the mentoring program now for a while. And I was just like, she is killing it. We got to have her on the on the uh, podcast. So tell everybody who you are, what you do, kind of thumbnail, and then we'll uh, jump into a little bit of your story and uh, find out who you are even more. I am Jessa Brantley, uh, <laughs> recently married. I have four daughters and I am an artist. I turn wood, specifically bowls. And I also mill, dry, and work with all locally harvested woods. I love that. I love that. Talk about, I guess, being a woman and being a wood turner. Like, I'm sure people are like going, what? Like that? I didn't even know there were women out there that were turning wood. And of course I do. There are tons of it, but so many times you know, different art mediums and processes get pigeonholed as like for me, basketry, everybody's like, you're a guy and you weave baskets. I'm like, yeah. So how did this even come up for you as a thing that you were interested in and are now pursuing and making making a living at? Well, I originally just uh, built and painted signs out of Lowe's grade lumber. And I got into using live edge, which of course altered my Instagram algorithm. And (laughs) I started seeing these videos of people turning and I was mesmerized and it is male dominated. Woodworking is male dominated. And it was, it was uncomfortable at first trying to, to push into that. And I felt like I really stood out in a bad way, but the Lord just kept reminding me that he built me to, to stand out and to encourage other women to get into something that they might not normally do because of the history. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I, I don't know if you've ever been, I, I used to teach at the John C. Campbell folk school out in, in Brasstown and they would have wood turning classes, men, women, young, old, all that kind of thing. Did you ever take a class uh, or are you completely self-taught? How did that start emerging for you? I am completely self-taught. I saw it and just started doing. Wow. So did you have a family member, somebody that had a lathe or, I mean, did you just go out and like, I'm going to go buy a lathe and I'm going to go start. (laughs) I harassed my husband for many months uh, until at Christmas, he got me my starter lathe. Wow. Wow. That is 
you're just killing it. I mean, I love it. I'm like, I have no idea how to do this. I'm going to go buy a lane and do it. I've just heard so many stories over the years of people that are, you know, I was turning my first piece of wood and it flew off and busted a hole in the roof and, and all this kind of stuff. So you are, you are super brave. Now, did you grow up in a creative family? And you mentioned doing signs early on, but I mean, is this creativity kind of always been something that's found its way in your life or? It really, Really, it really hasn't. I never thought I was an artist. I didn't even think I was created. I creative. I just like to do it. I am by trade an accountant. So it's Are like the least, really? least creative job that I think a person can have. So it was really out of bounds for me. Wow. And then you you also, I mean, you're really big into fitness too. And that that sort of thing. I mean, so did that come before or after your your wood turning and, and all that? Uh, that came before. I have been powerlifting for five years. Wow. And so I'm sure that's a huge part of keeping your strength up and developing, you know, yourself physically to, because I mean, wood turning for those folks that don't know, I mean, this is not whittling or something like that. I mean, you are, you got to be physically fit big time to, to be able to do that and, and keep your strength, right? Yes, there are there are literally stretches that I do every day before I start turning. And yeah. when I take breaks, because it is, it's surprisingly demanding on your body just yeah. to, to turn. I remember when I, when I moved to Asheville in gosh, 2009, and then I started my studio probably in 2011. And I went from, you know, working at the church and kind of doing marketing, consulting work and that sort of thing to being in the studio you know, eight hours a day, six days a week at that point down in the River Arts District. I started the studio like, I want to say like in June, July. And by December that year, I had such bad tennis elbow that I couldn't even, I couldn't even really move because I wasn't used to, I didn't know about stretching. I didn't know about ergonomics of making. I didn't know about anything. But I mean, when you go from doing something as a hobby to like you're doing now, like you're in the studio all the time, that does have a has a big physical impact on you, doesn't it? It does. I have a little bit of arthritis in my hands, so I have to be really pristine about my technique because yeah. if I get if I if I slack on it, I feel it. So it's even more important for me to 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 focus and take care with what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Well, so. Take us through the journey for you. I mean, you're a young woman. You said you've been trained as an accountant, that sort of thing. So were you working in accounting and then started this wood turning thing and started doing it as a hobby? I mean, how did how did this develop for you? I I started painting signs as a hobby and we had this amazing sermon series in the spring of 2021 that you preached in <laughs> called created to create. And yeah. I, it set a fire in me that I didn't even know was there and mm. I wanted to do it more. So I started working with some live edge lumber that I actually found on the side of the road. <laughs> and I, I started listening to your podcasts all the time and uh, I bought all of your books on Amazon. <laughs> I even bought a Kindle just so I could read them on my Kindle. And the, the more I started doing, the more I wanted to do with it. I wanted to try new things. Yeah. And 
when I, it's when I took your masterclass uh, in September, I, I really made the decision to, to go all in. And that's when I decided like, I want to turn, I, you know, I am fully invested. Uh, I harassed my husband until he took the hint and, and bought me a lathe. And from there, there was, there was no choice. God just, he put it on my heart so heavily that I was moving forward with it. Um, yeah. That's and, so incredible. Just, I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking of all the people out there who don't have the support of, of their spouse or significant other or whatever. And for you to, I mean, I've always had that from Tanya. She's always been like, go for it. You know, we could do it. We can make it. And I mean, that makes a huge difference, doesn't it? When you're trying to step out in something that you feel like God's put on your heart. It does, especially if sometimes I feel selfish and I'm just self-indulgent, but it's really, it's really important that he's there encouraging me and he doesn't go anywhere that he doesn't come home with like a bowl blank or, you know, a piece of wood that he saw. And he was like, I knew you could make something beautiful out of this uh, or just investing back into me. Yeah. That's, that's so important. So I'm, I'm want to weave your other part of your brain back into this, your accounting brain, because I'm sure I'm assuming, I'm assuming that there's two parts of your brain that were probably having a little argument at some point of, I'm an artist. I got to go for this. And yet your accounting brain is, do you even know how to start an art business and how to do this? And how are you going to make money? And you got kids and the house and blah, 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 all this kind of thing. So talk about that process, because as you know, the starving artists, you know, lie and, and, you know, thing that people just believe hook, line and sinker that paralyzes a lot of people from being able to, 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 you know, start out and step out into what God's called them to. So how, how did you begin to, to reconcile that you mentioned being a part of the mentoring program and all that, but I mean, well, my accountant brain also happened to be uh, a single mom brain for many years before my husband, I was a single mom of four and wow. I had this mentality that uh, there was never going to be enough. And I would work myself into the ground and anything I did for myself was taking away from them. Um, and the artist in me was like, no, I need to, I need to do more. Yeah. And I had to, I had to recognize this lie that I had believed for so long that God didn't have enough for me and that mm. God was calling me, but he wasn't going to provide a way. And um, as soon as I started replacing that lie with the truth that he made me exactly who I am. He put these passions in my heart. He gave me the skills and the desires to do this. As soon as I started, just every time I thought that lie, I replaced it. I was able to step forward more bravely. And because of the masterclass and your podcast and all of the books, my accountant brain was able to have a a clear plan and a structure for how to, how to start an art business. Yeah, absolutely. So did you kind of ease into it or did, were you just like, 
I'm doing this. I'm starting. Like <laughs> I'm going out there and I'm starting an art business. Like how did what was that process like? Like in terms of months and and that sort of thing. Uh, it was uh like a one month thing. The decision happened uh in February. We were really struggling to understand how we could honor and glorify God through art. And is it really a ministry? Because yeah. it, it doesn't look like what you think ministry looks like. And, uh, we had, we had somebody, a total stranger offer to invest in us after we made the decision not to start a business because we didn't, we didn't want to make an idol of it. And we didn't want to forage ahead without God. And somebody said, Oh, this is what you need okay, well, I'll give, I'll buy it for you. And wow, it was just really clear that starting a business was, is where we were called to. And so in March, we signed up to be uh, in the created to thrive program. I love it. I love it. So talk about, you know, we're, we're right now we're recording this. I'm not sure exactly when it's going to come out on the, on the, you know, podcast globally, but you know, we're talking, we're in, in mid-July right now. And so you came in in March. So talk about, you know, I guess the, the financial growth and business growth and just kind of how things have progressed for you. Because again, you're not somebody that had all this experience and I've owned tons of businesses before and all this kind of stuff. I mean, you're just like got a dream and I'm, but I'm going after it. I'm, I'm following what you say, Matt. Talk about some of the, the practical things and, and growth that you're experiencing, because even, even the team, all of us are just like, she is killing it. Like, I'm so excited for you. So, uh, as soon as I became a member and started just watching and doing the worksheets, it was like one of those speed power ups in a video game. Like, you hit it and you are gone. Um, in just a few months, we have been able to buy over $20,000 in equipment alone. Like <laughs> uh, we have a, a $12,000 CNC machine that wow. we didn't even know how to use when we bought it, but we knew that we had to buy it. And we asked the Lord and within a few days, the perfect one was available and for sale and everything just worked out. And we we bought this huge piece of equipment a year ago. I was looking at my Facebook memories a year ago. My shop was literally just a chop saw. Wow. Wow. And we have, we have professional grade equipment. I, I just bought a lathe that I will never have to buy another lathe again. Wow. It is, you know, and for several months when we were really, really busy, we even hired somebody 20 hours a week at a very really lucrative rate of pay yeah, to yeah. to work for us and every penny every penny that we've made we have invested back into the business and there we're looking at a bandsaw we are you know stepping we're like leaping forward I love it because of all it. of this now you mentioned we. I know your husband is not necessarily in the art part of that, but I mean he's integrally involved with you in the business as well. So is he 
still working outside the business too, or is it is it both the all full time, or how did, what's that balance look like right now? He's about ninety percent in. He still does a couple hours of his stuff. Like he likes to do some landscaping. Yeah, but that also connects us with people who have have trees. Absolutely, yeah. But he spends a majority of his time for the business doing the things that I hate to do, like yeah. milling lumber and moving yeah, heavy sure. things. But I had um, a I had a young woman that came and interned with me several years back and um she and her boyfriend came down from uh I think it was Pennsylvania is where they were from and they they stayed about three months and she interned with me at the studio and but I asked him I said well what are you are you into this bassetry he said actually and he was an arborist and so he was going down and either cutting down trees or manicuring forests or things like that and I'm like did she start dating you because you had access to all the trees <laughs> and all the bark and that kind of thing but it's amazing isn't it how how God brings us together as couples to be able to do things and, and handle different parts of the business. I mean, Tanya does the same thing in our business. So it is. And it also has strengthened our marriage that the principles that I'm getting out of the mentoring program, when we are having conflicts at work, um, yeah. that I'm able to express that and like, he'll sit down and watch a video with me and it's, problem solving and it's growing together and it is it's positively impacting every area of our life that's so good that's so good i'm so stinking excited for you guys like this is this is so awesome i remember when we met for the first time in the parking lot at new covenant i remember you remember that and um, i do yeah and i was just like this is the neatest couple and i'm just it just i'm so excited about all the things that are happening for y'all now I want to add just some some practical things for you because I know cash flow is coming in, business is growing, things are doing great, you're creatively inspired, all the stuff. Talk about how you're growing your business from a marketing standpoint, because I know just from what I see, um, and there may be more behind the scenes, but social media is a big part of what you're doing. So are you selling online? You're doing shows, you're doing, I mean, galleries and stores. How does this, how's the growth trajectory right now as far as the places that you're selling your work and what's working for you right now? Uh, when I very first started, I tried, I did one show and it solidified the fact that I will never do another show again. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't work for us. Uh, and I was a little bit discouraged afterwards, yeah. but when I realized that there, there's so many different ways, um, I really, I was like, I'm just going to try everything and yeah. see, see what works. Um, word of mouth is probably the biggest. I realized how important photography is, yeah. for, especially, you know, for, for wood, um, taking pictures and sharing them and other people sharing them, having somebody buying a bowl and then sharing it. I, I connected with a local artist who has been buying a lot of my bowls uh, for his personal collection. And he has referred me to several people. It's for me, it's mostly building relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I am doing a, a heritage festival coming up because it is more tailored towards my key audiences, yeah, people sure. who 
like cultural and local heritage type things. Um, And I am selling some online, but with the type of bowls I turn, people like to touch them. They want to, they want to get their hands on them. So I have, I have some small stores that I have a few in that I've, people have seen them and then called me about custom orders. And it is, it's like, it's a really visual, a visual thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you know, this would be the mentoring program, but I mean, I, I did the same thing, just, I mean, I kind of did everything at first and then you find out the things that are working for you. And Mm -hmm. as much as, you know, everybody's doing things online today and, and that sort of thing, my business and when I was in actual was the same exact way it was relationships that I developed. And one thing led to another, led to this, led to that, led to this opportunity. And before long, it was like, I didn't need to do shows anymore. I didn't have to be selling a ton online. I was getting commissions and orders and referrals and people come in. And it just, that's how I grew my business and everybody's different, but I love the fact that you're just immediately, you know, getting the benefit of knowing how to do that kind of in the, in the mentoring program, but also doing that intuitively, just kind of doing what works and doing what resonates with you. And if, if shows is not that, Hey, don't, don't worry about it. I'm thinking to myself, having been in Asheville, I'm like, I can't wait till you get in the Southern Highland Craft Guild and, and jury into that. I mean, that's going to like, I'm going to send you guys a bottle of wine when that happens. <laughs> that would be so awesome. So, well, Justin, for those folks that are out there, you know, and they're thinking, oh my gosh, I've been sitting on a dream of being an artist for not a month or not a few months like she did, but, but for years. And now I'm listening to her story and I'm seeing the incredible, you know, growth and acceleration that's happening in her life, in her business. Uh, why can't that happen to, for me? I mean, what's what would you say to somebody that's kind of in that situation going, I'd love for my life, I'd love for my situation to look to look like hers? What, how would you encourage them today? I would tell them that first and foremost, they need to know that they are worth the investment. Mm. Like what God has for them is not any different than what he has for everyone else. He wants you to be blessed beyond measure and you're worth it. So if you feel like, you know, joining this program if you feel like starting your business, if you feel like going full-time into art is for you, then do it. Trust, trust it. You know, God has, God has given that to you for a reason. And he's just waiting for you to step into what he's called you to do because he has so much to give you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to step into it, even when you can't see the full picture, right? That's what I love about you. Yes. You're just like, I believe it. I can't see it all, but doggone it. I'm going to, I'm going to go for it. So it's, that's just so incredible. Jess, I know that folks are going to want to connect with you on online. Um, I hope that you sell out. I hope people buy your work and, and just kill your website. <laughs> It'll be great. But hey, where can folks connect with you online, social website, whatever, just uh, share that with the folks. So. Uh, so it's all really simple. Uh, our website is beloved designs, woodworking.com, our Facebook and Instagram handle beloved designs, woodworking, and we can be contacted through all three of them. Awesome. Awesome. 
Well, listen, Jessa, thank you so much for being on today. I'm so proud and happy for you guys. And I know the very best is yet to come. So thanks for being on and, and uh, thanks for going for it and, and doing what's what's in your heart that the Lord has on your life. So thanks for being on today. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, real quick before you go, I want to invite you to a five-day challenge that I'm doing called the Artist Cashflow Bootcamp. Over five days uh, of really simple lessons and an easy-to-follow worksheet, I'm going to be taking you through the five things that you need to be developing in your business to develop cash flow on a regular basis. We're going to talk about the picture that God has for you for what does your life and, and our business look like in this season of life. We're going to talk about the product. That is, what are you actually taking to the market? What does your art look like? What are you know? How are you going to build your business? We're talking about the people that you're going to need to build relationships with that are going to buy your art. We're going to talk about promotions. What do you need to do so that they know about the art that you have? And we're going to talk about a plan, how to make cash flow start happening in your business all year long. You know, the number one differentiator between people who are struggling as artists and people who are really thriving as artists is not talent. It's not even the favor of God. You know what it is? It's cash flow. When you learn how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit and develop cash flow in a way that aligns with your unique design for the unique assignment that God has in your life, that's when you begin to see momentum happening in your life. And listen, we can do that in as little as five days. You're going to walk out of the Artist Cash Flow Bootcamp with a clear plan of cash flow in your business, no matter where you're starting. Inside, we're going to be doing challenges. We're going to be doing daily exercises. You're going to come out with a clear plan. We're even going to be doing hot seats. I'm going to be doing individual consulting uh, in people's businesses. You're going to be able to interact with other artists and talk about the things that are working in their business and getting ideas for your own and sharing the things that are working for you as well. It's going to be a great time and I don't want you to miss it. So click below for all the details and join us for the Artist Cashflow Bootcamp. I can't wait to see you there. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.